scientific minds we have today. Welcome. Welcome to the No Chops Podcast with Lump. I am your host, Lump, Life's Ugly Money Problem. And welcome to No Chops, where we chop it up with no chops. I guess this being the first episode, like, I guess I got to introduce myself. I'm originally from Philadelphia. My parents uh, got married in March of 1977. I was born December 16th of that same year. And I uh, came home in seven foot of snow from what my father tells me. My father and mother did not stay together long. Uh, after they had my brother Jonathan, they got a divorce. And I ended up being raised by my father. I lived with my dad from the age of two till I was 20 and then from 22 to 30. Um, and that's, that's something we'll come back to later on. Um, I went to a few different schools in the city. Um, I'm originally from West Philly, 52nd and Larchwood. Shout out to Hamilton's Washington Drive Service. Um, I also, uh, I also claim 52nd and Chester because that's where I, I grew up in my formative years. Um... I love my neighborhood. Some great people in my neighborhood. There's some great things about my neighborhood growing up. Um, and love is love. Uh, my father ended up getting remarried as we were growing up. So, um, and when he married his second wife, she had a son already. That's my brother Daryl. Uh, they ended up having a baby, uh, my brother Kyan. Um, so it was me, Jonathan, rest in peace. Jonathan passed away in 2018 during the Eagles Super Bowl run. Um, I love him, that's my brother. I love all of my brothers. Uh, we grew up with certain siblings. Uh, shout out to my sister, Charita. Uh, I love her as well. She has a beautiful family. She's a grandmother now. Um, who else? It's, it's, it's a lot with my youth. I uh, My father owned an appliance business on 52nd and Larchwood from 1980 to 2011 called Hamilton's Washington Dryer Service. And, uh, I've been in so many of y'all houses and I'd have been into in so many of your houses and uh, dealt with people, crazy things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm real keen on certain things. Like I remember, I don't know how I came up with it, but I used to go into people's basements and I could hear what was going on on the second floor. Almost like I could hear somebody taking a shower or flushing the toilet or walking in the hallway. On the second floor, mind you, I'm in the basement. And I could also hear what was going on in the kitchen. Uh, shout out to my pops. He taught me a treat. Um, I'm a hood dude. Like, I've been around the hood. I don't partake in many hood activities. 
Like, I wasn't the, the bully. I wasn't the... I'm more of, like, a hustler. Like, I... Not to the point where I just, like, go out and claim it and, like, everybody sold drugs and, you know what I'm saying, and did certain things. But tried my best to get to a dollar. I've uh, <laughs> done some things that I shouldn't have um, for some money. Never really got caught. I'm 45 years old and I've spent two nights in jail. That was about it. I don't, I don't get in trouble. If I do so, if I if I do something illegal, you usually won't hear about it. Um, when I talk about the hood and hip hop, I love music. I'm a I'm a big music fan. I love rap music, but. Uh, I'm very eclectic. I love my father used to play a lot of rock and roll and R&B and uh, just regular rock. And I remember as a kid listening to like Queen's whole album, the group Queen, um, Elton John and uh, Hauling Oats, and you know, of course with the you know the standards of Stevie Wonder and Michael Jackson, uh, Marvin Gaye. My father loves uh, Donna Summer. I believe that was his favorite artist. Rest in peace to her. And she was a lovely woman and had great music. Um, But I, myself, I love hip-hop music. I love rap music. Um, My earliest memory of hip-hop was being at my Aunt Laverne's house. and like doing the worm with my cousin Charlene and my cousin Wanda. Shout out to them, love them. They have lovely families as well. Um, I remember listening to Power 99 and Q102 and having the tapes ready. We used to have the tapes and we would uh, we would record the songs off the radio and just play them back on our little personal cassettes. And then I remember that switching to uh, to CDs and stuff. When I was a kid, Will Smith was big because he was he was one of the best rappers ever. We used to have like EST. There used to be a dude, and I somebody need to find this dude. His name was a man named Lux, and this was before I ever heard of Loaded Lux. But there used to be a dude. I swear his name was a man named Lux, and he was a rapper, and I swear he was from Philly, and he was all that. I need to know what happened to Ball. So I'm not putting a hit out. I just want to know, like, what, because I remember him. He came out years ago. I remember hearing about him before I heard about DMX. I love Philly hip-hop. Shout out to Major Figures. Shout out to... Uh, Philly's Most Wanted, shout out to, to uh, State Property, shout out to, to the underground hip-hop and them, the, like the, the, you know, Vinny Paz and, and them and uh, Reap the Lost Cause, shout out to them, to him. I just love hip-hop, I love the music, I love the samples, I love that you can create something from something that has already been created and it's a beautiful art form. Me, myself, I was a poet. I never really, like, got into rap. Although me and my cousin, we had, like, a short-lived group. We made one mixtape. Shout out to my cousin Dave. 
it was me and him called the Knuckleheads. Um, it was rhyming over beats that we stole off tapes. I remember the, the summer of 97 was great. Everybody, everything was lovely. The woo was out, Cameron. The summer where um, Band from TV came out. That was, that arguably to me was the best hip hop summer to me. To me. Noria came out. I forget it. DMX was out. I think Jigga came out that summer. I think Biggie just passed away. I just love, I love rap music. This episode of the No Chops Podcast is brought to you by Pose Sandwich Joint, 1710 North 5th Street. Pose was ranked as the best stoner food, I think it was 2019, but even today in 2023, it's great food. Please stop by. Tell them Lump sent you. Find out what the specials are. Me, myself, I would go, I would get either the uh, the Hamilton, <laughs> either the Hamilton or the Gary Cooper. The Gary Cooper is just a great cheesesteak. So please stop by Pooh Sandwich Joint, 1710 North 5th Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I was raised in West Philly, but I'm like schooled in North Philly. I went to St. Boniface. I went to St. Michael's. I graduated from Mass Bomb in 1995. In 1995, when I graduated from Mass Bomb, there were four dope heads. There were four opium addicts. And it used to be like 30 crackheads around there. And then now today in 2023, it is like 4,000 fucking dope addicts. And I don't even know if the crackheads are out there. Maybe they're just all mixed in together. It's crazy out there. It looked like a cross between The Walking Dead and The Wire. And that's real right there. Um, I know how to move in rugged terrain. And that's not to say I've never been stuck up or swung on or anything like that. But, like, I know how to chill and just... You, sometimes you got to fall back and mind your business. Every situation not about you or what you need to do and you can't save the day and... And that's not to say you shouldn't protect women and children. That's just to say you should protect yourself at all times. Um, Philly was treacherous in them days. Growing up, catching up to the shit, driving. I had my license at 15. I used to drive to high school. And then when I couldn't drive, I would catch the bus. Sidebar back to my family. I about my mom. When my dad and my mom split, my mother... Um, so when my mother had me, she almost died. Like, I tried to come out. I was uh, what they call a breech baby. And I tried to come out shoulder first and almost killed her. The doctor had to put his hand inside of my mother, turn me around, and pull me out. And she lived. I lived. And then when she had my brother two years later, I was born December of 77. My brother was born in February of 80. She contracted this, like, rare blood disease that basically made her, like, a schizophrenic. And so when her and my father split, she basically became homeless. Like, she basically stopped um, keeping up with herself. She was never on drugs. She never sold a body or anything like that. It was just... That's where she was. I remember when I was working on 52nd Street, one of the neighbors from Hazel Ave 
hit me up and was like, yo, they messing with your moms down at 30th Street. I had I went down there and like she would not point the person out to me that was messing with her. I remember I got fly one Easter and I was wearing all white. I had like the white polo fucking bucket hat, white polo shirt, some fucking some fucking white shorts. I wore all white and I went to 30th Street and my mom was there. I remember going catching the train like I would catch a trolley 13 down to 30th Street and when I come up the steps. I used to always see, like during the school year, I used to always see a person laying at the top of the steps. And then one day I realized it was my mother. And I was like, holy shit. And um, like the Easter of that year, I was dressing all white and I showed up. And <laughs> I went up the steps and my mother saw me on all white. And some reason she was had was not clean. She was not clean at all but she had this bright red lipstick on and she walked over to me and she gave me the biggest hug and she kissed me and she called me Finny which was my brother's nickname which she always did every time she saw me she would call me she's like Finny how you doing and I'm like I'm Reggie and she I know who you are and I made sure she was cool I gave her some money and I did which is crazy because 20 years after that I ended up being homeless my damn so I don't even know how we got here, but we just here now. Um, I was talking about my love of the hood and loving hip-hop, and I did. And one of the reasons for the love of hip-hop uh, is Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson is one of the greatest basketball players that has ever lived, uh, proof positive by him being uh, one of the 75 greatest Um Got drafted to the Sixers in 1996, and he was just an icon. And it's crazy because I didn't appreciate Allen Iverson until he retired. Like, I understood what he was. He won four scoring titles. He took the, the 01 Sixers to the finals, arguably top five shooting guard of all time. And in the same group with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and uh, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have Harden on that list as well. And you can't deny Harden, but Allen Iverson for me probably would be fourth. Um, but him, and then like he had the the, the commercial with Jada Kiss, and he was um, he had his own rap song that got him in trouble. That the forty bars that song was so hot. Go back and listen to that. AI was cooking on that fucking track, and they got mad because he said something either about. I don't remember exactly what got him in trouble. I think he said something about like somebody being homosexual or something. And then uh, like David Stern stepped in. The reason for the dress code in the NBA was Allen Iverson because he would wear braids and jerseys and hats and he was just hood to the fullest. And um, I, for that reason, I love like hip hop and I love sports from my town. I'm a native Philadelphia and I remember the Eagles sucked for years. Until they got like Ray Rhodes and then Andy Reid and Andy just couldn't get it done. And then, I don't know, I guess from there we're going into sports. Uh, and where I want to start in sports is with the hometown Philadelphia Flyers, who have been terrible uh, for the past few years. But they took a couple steps in the right direction. Um, and what I mean by that is a few years ago, they hired a coach named John Tortorella. And I'm not too clear on if he's ever won a Stanley Cup. I'm pretty sure his teams have played for one. 
but he's one of those coaches that just don't take no shit and he make them play the right way and then um what they did the what the flyers did over the summer of uh 2023 was they fired well i don't know if they fired anybody i know what they did they hired keith jones who was a, a hockey analyst um professionally who was a former player he played with the flyers and he played with the colorado avalanche and i believe he either won one or two stanley cups with them they but they hired him as the president of or uh ceo or of uh, hockey operations or whatever he's at the top of what the sport is or the sports part of the flyers and then they hired danny briere who was a former player he played for the canadians and i know he played for the Flyers for a number of years and I don't think he retired here I think he went somewhere else I'm not sure if he won a cup either but he was a great player and those two people right now he's the general manager uh Danny Briere are running the Flyers and I think they're going in the right direction a couple years ago a few years back they drafted uh, Carter Hart who's a great goaltender if you know uh hockey you know he defends the goal and then um they made some moves. So they got some nice young players, Joe Farabee, uh, Morgan Frost. Uh, I think the kid's name is Bobby Brink. He's balling in hockey terms. He's like, he's skating real well and, and, and putting the puck in the net. Um, so the Flyers are, they get like a, a pass for me right now. Um, next, we have the Philadelphia 76ers, the local basketball team. Um, the Sixers started in, I believe, the 1940s, but they were in Syracuse as the Syracuse Nationals. Uh, they moved to Philadelphia before, I want to say in 1960, either three or four or five. I know they won a championship in 1967 um, with Dolph because uh, he doesn't get the respect he deserves because he played in the ABA, and Rick Barry is another player like that. Um, my favorite basketball player growing up was... Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, the round mound, the rebound. You can see him on TNT. Uh, shout out to him. He was just a monster. He was a short, husky monster. And he was killing people. And it broke my heart when he got traded to Phoenix. And I rooted him all the way to uh, win a championship. But Michael Jordan stopped that, of course. Um, the Sixers today uh, have Joel Embiid. Tyrese Maxey, and Tobias Harris, who does not get any love. Tobias Harris needs more love, uh, especially from this city. He was uh, 18 and 10 before he came here, and he's done nothing but be great. And he, like, plays a role that most people getting that kind of money would say no to. But he seems like he's not a selfish player. So I like the Sixers right now. Uh, the Sixers have been good for a while. I don't even want to. We'll come back to the Ben Simmons thing. It's sad because I'm still a Ben Simmons fan. I want to see the brother do good. There ain't too many 6'11 point guards with handles that play great defense out here on the planet. They don't just grow on trees. So uh, regardless of who he's with, I, I would like him to do well. Um, Next up, we have the Philadelphia Phillies who are also great um they're good they two years ago they went to the world series this past year they got to the nlcs um they arguably have one of the top five players on the planet and uh bryce harper 
um it's sad that we had to uh get rid of the first baseman whose name escapes me right now because i did smoke before we started reese hoskins uh i wish he there was a way to keep him as well um because i believe that he was one of the sparks that got us here props to uh shout out to uh, nick castellanos who uh is a monster as well um, I just see them doing well. And finally, four for four, uh, Philadelphia fan myself, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, um, who can do no wrong. Uh, the Eagles right now, as of this date, it is this Tuesday, December 12, 2023. The Eagles are coming off a two-game losing streak where they got their asses handed to them in a pretty little bag with a pretty little bow on top by the San Francisco 49ers. And then we went to Dallas and got killed. So uh, before that, we were 10-1 and and we're 10-3 and right now. We're going to be all right. I'm I'm okay with Nick Sirianni um, handling things the way that he has. I think that they miss uh, Shane Steichen more than they miss Jonathan Gannon. And I don't know, it's, I don't want to blame the play calling, but the, something's not right with that offense. That offense should be averaging 30 to 40 points a game just from the stuff that they got on the paper. So I don't know if it's a scheme thing, but we're going to be all right. I think we got Seattle this week on um, Monday Night Football. It was a game that for, I think, believe it or not, is the first time they ever flexed a game from a Sunday to a Monday, so that'll be different and interesting. Uh, but I'm 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 a Eagles fan. I remember Heath Sherman and 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 uh, Ron Salt, and I could just sit here and name Izell Toast Jenkins. I could sit here and name trash Eagles. I could sit here and name great players. But uh, I love my team. Props to uh, Brian Dawkins, probably the greatest Eagle ever. If not, then I would have to go to. Um, Reggie White, who didn't start his career with us or finish his career with us, but he was arguably the most dominant player that the Eagles have ever had at defensive end. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, the only defensive player or front front seven player better than Reggie White in history is Lawrence Taylor. Um, Other than that, Reggie White is better than anybody else you can name. And that includes Derek Thomas. And I loved Derek Thomas. Rest in peace to him as well. Um, and to close out, I guess, this the sports segment, I'm, I'm going to give a shout-out to the local colleges, especially the Big Five or Six, if you count them all. I always uh, mess them up, but I know it's Temple, um, Penn, Drexel, LaSalle, St. Joe's, and Villanova. And I think Villanova is the one that be, like, in and out. But the rest of them schools... Um, Especially with basketball. I remember going to the Palestra a few years ago. Uh, Funny sports nugget. Uh, Lionel Simmons, uh, props to him. Um, When he was at LaSalle, I believe he scored 2,000 points. And I I was in attendance at that game. My dad took me and my brother to it. It was at the Civic Center, which is now like built over from a hospital. Built over as a hospital. It's uh, right across the street from uh, Children's Hospital, I believe. And I also graduated high school in that same building. <laughs> but, um, yeah, props to the local schools. I wish they would bring that back. They used to have, like, a little tournament or whatever. Um, 
And a shout out to Temple Football. I remember for years they were trash, and then they they started pointing in the right direction or whatever. And it's tough to bring D1 athletes to a city where your campus also has crackheads. Like it's I don't care how I don't care how you paint it over. There are crackheads in North Philly, and y'all get people to come down there to go to school and watch games and shit. And that's hilarious to me. Um, and from there, we're going to move on to uh, Philadelphia versus Philly. Um, Philadelphia is a beautiful town. We have just beautiful people. And we need a timeout? What did I miss? Oh, okay. I'm trying to roll through them, and I don't... Okay, so the sports thing wasn't 15? Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's not bad, but it's, it's going to probably be like 30. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I still got... I still got Philly Rizzo, and I want to... Um, Yeah, because I was going to go into like some of the historical things I know about Philly and, you know, um, so I guess I'll get get into that next. Uh, Yeah, Philadelphia versus Philly. Um, And I guess how we how how I'm going to start that is uh, with with a little history of Philadelphia. And I'm pretty sure. Across the nation, they teach that uh, Philadelphia is where they had the Liberty Bell and all that stuff. Um, Philadelphia was the first capital of the United States of America. Um, also, the uh, the Congress that preceded the where the, the group that preceded the group that wrote the dec- wrote and signed the Declaration of Independence uh, was also here in Philadelphia. Um, a lot of history here a lot of things i believe and i may be wrong on this i maybe uh somebody could fill me in uh after y'all see it i believe for a long time that broad street in philadelphia was the longest straight street in the world and that might not be correct now but i think when i was born it it actually might have been um a lot of history here george washington william penn pennsylvania means penn's woods i know that i forget the state bird i know that the the philadelphia flag is light blue and yellow and that's from the original swedish settlers um there were a lot of quakers here if you go to like uh fourth and arch in philadelphia there's like a um a cemetery uh, was all that kind of you know with the Quakers in it, and so that's I think that's like the beginning of where the city started, or you know how the settlers began when they got here. Um, there's like four or five basic neighborhoods in Philadelphia. There's uh, so let's start. There's there's we'll we'll start with the biggest one. There's North Philly. Um, but nothing but mad love for North Philly. Then we got West Philly. Um, Southwest Philly, and we got like uh, 
I don't know, do you count East Falls and Maniunk and Roxboro all as the same thing? I know like Roxboro and Maniunk, they kinda they kinda out the map a little bit, but not out the map. They people don't consider this is a bad thing I'm gonna say. Uh up until <laughs> there were a few years back, during the pandemic, there was like a shootout where like some football players got popped in Roxborough. And I'm not mocking that incident, but up until that incident, like nobody called Roxborough gangster or hood or anything um so like Roxborough and uh this Roxborough Maniunk um the Germantown which is a fight that like uh, a fight that people hate to have with me because I say Germantown is part of North Philly and they disagree with me I also believe that Mount Airy and all that is part of uh North Philly but they call that Uptown and I always like to mockingly say that there is no uptown in Philadelphia. Uptown is in Harlem. Uh, <laughs> it still is. It's the longest straight street in the world. That's crazy. Know, oh, in America. Okay, so Broad Street is the longest straight street. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. So Broad Street in Philadelphia is the longest straight urban boulevard. Which is crazy because you can't drive straight through it because uh, you have to go around City Hall. But there is a way that if you took a car, you could drive it straight under the the thing. Like if 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 you know, just to prove a point, I guess. Um, hoods that I've lived in, I've lived in Southwest. Uh, I would recommend it because I know it. Um, I've lived down north. I've lived in Germantown. I've lived in South Philly for a smidget of a taste, just a uh, little bit. South Philly streets are way too small. Um, and I guess that comes from the history of the city as well. Like, I, I, like, I have to turn sideways to walk down some South Philly streets. Y'all be putting cars on them blocks. I don't, I don't even get it. Um... What else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Where else? Philly's Philly as a city is a beautiful place. Yeah, it, it can be. It also, I don't know. For me, since I was a kid, the one thing that if I could change anything about Philadelphia streets, it would be the litter. I fucking hate that I go outside and I just see litter every fucking where. And I try not to be part of the problem, but we all find ourselves doing it. You know what I mean? Throwing something out the window or, you know, just dropping something while you're walking instead of putting it in a receptacle. I bet you if you go to K&A right now, it looks like they need to just put that whole part through a car wash or something. It's just, I don't know. I just wish we took more pride in our city, I guess. And... You can have, like, neighborhood groups go sweep up and all that, but after they leave, it's back to regular things. And, um, you know, back to regular daily operation. Um, the city has become gentrified a bit. Um, a lot of people move in from out of town, and I'm okay with that. It doesn't bother me none, because I can't afford to be where they at anyway. Everything costs too damn much in those neighborhoods. But what I do believe is going to happen is uh, 
they're going to leave the open air drug market going on a K&A and then somebody important going to get killed and then they're going to send the National Guard down there. That's what I believe is going to happen. Um, I don't even know how this is going. I just know that I am having a good time and I'm high. I don't know what this is talking about. But I know um, that I do love my city and uh, I do love my city. I know Septa like the back of my hand. Can we talk about Septa? I, yeah, let's talk about Septa just for a minute. Um, Septa is the Southeastern Pennsylvania Transit Authority, and um, Septa is great. But uh, and it, a driver told me this once. He said, "If it makes Septa, won't do it." And <laughs> he right because it be some shit going on. What's up? The way that they, they they pick people up and the way they be just treating people and just ugh, like all right, you got your little blue, you know, I mean, uniform on. I'm not hating on y'all. Get your money and all that, but you know, you be nicer to people. Like you know what I mean? I'm you know. Also, as I need somebody to look this up, there's supposed to be something in the city charter where they can't deny you access to the to to um a ride it's supposed to be written in the city charter i'm not sure but there's supposed to be something in the city charter where they can't deny you a ride i don't know where i got that from but they're not supposed to tell you no even if you don't have your fare and that's not to say that it's supposed to be free like if you got the money paid for it but and every now and then i'll go hop on the bus and you know what I mean and and you know if I don't have no change or nothing I'll be like yo I don't have no money I'm just trying to get to you know with a hand in the hat can you help me out I mean and sometimes they say no sometimes they say yeah I remember I used to be homeless I appreciate something for this fact only before the pandemic or years before the pandemic let's say what I was homeless for a taste so I got off the street like 20 I got off the street like 2015, 2016. I got off the street 2016, but they used to have the um the trains used to run all night. Man, Whew. I used to love that shit, boy. I train, I be sleep, I be knocked the fuck out. That was before it got the junkies and all that. Crazy shits happen be happening on Scepter though. Like it'd be the weirdest and wildest shit. Like one day I it was a nice it was a nice night. It had to be like April, May, and I'm I had got off the train. It was just me, my book bag, and you know, um I was homeless, but I you know I mean I didn't have to do anything weird. Like I was still just you know, servicing appliances. I was telling jokes on stage. Um and I always got to like I could go to I, like I would pick my son up from daycare and school every day and I would take him to my parents house and I would hop in the shower while I was at my parents house and I love my parents for that um while I was homeless I would never and this was imposed by me and they never said anything because it seemed right I would never go to, to their house before 9 a.m and I would never be at their house after 8 p.m so I would come during the day and I would like hop in the shower or whatever and you know what I mean and you know what I mean be able to be cool so I would never would like I had a full time job in two cars but I was homeless and that's another conversation for another time but uh, one particular night it was like May and I got down Bridge and Pratt and I'm sitting down there and there used to be a diner across the street 
I don't know if they still open or not, but they used to have the cheapest breakfast in the city. Whenever I got my son during the day, I would take him down there and get breakfast because between the two of us, it would be like $8. Um, but I'm sitting, I'm I'm just sitting out there one night and I'm smoking my little weed or whatever. I'm, yo, for Tony friendly, come on, life's ugly. Um, it's, uh, so I'm sitting out there and I'm like smoking this uh, L and I, uh, L is a, marijuana cigarette and i toss the l and i light up a cigarette i'm smoking my cigarette and this lady with glasses on that looked like molly shannon she came and sit next to me and i'm sitting there and we're about three feet from each other and she speaks so i speak and i'm i'm not rude like if somebody speaks to me i'll at least speak if i don't want to continue the conversation i'll walk off but we're talking back and forth for maybe about two minutes and uh, she had not introduced herself so I did not introduce myself and I'll forget where the conversation went but I turned to take a puff of my cigarette because you know when you smoke cigarettes it's rude to blow smoke in people's faces or in their direction so I went to turn my head to blow my smoke out and when I turned back around this bitch was like right here trying to kiss me and I was like oh and I put my finger right between her glasses and her back and i just went right back upstairs and got on the train and went to 69th street and i don't really trust or like 69th street because it's out the county but i would rather sit there all night than you know be fondled and grouped <laughs> by crazy women what's up with that stuff to answer what was it There you go. So they that that is that is a mandate. We need I need a picture of that to go up with that when that's being read. Oh, there's more. Mm. I mean I'm not gonna come twenty five dollars. You're not gonna charge me twenty five dollars for Yeah, you're not gonna charge me twenty five dollars for a two dollar fifty cent bus ride. Yeah, yo, you know some of the cops make more than regular cops. They definitely do. And then they don't, they don't be nowhere, huh? Yeah, they said the something is owned by the government. Or they got two, somebody told me it was like two chairs or something or in the uh, in the government or something like that. I don't know. But I love something. I do like something. I fuck with y'all. But some of y'all, y'all be wilding. Craziest shit I ever did on, uh, on something. I used to work at Delaware Valley Community College. It's in Doylestown. I used to catch the R5. And um, the stop before Doylestown is Delaware Valley Community College. And I used to work as a porter, uh, which was like I used to do the dishes and mop the floors and sweep up and all that. And that was the only time I ever did that because uh, I became a cook before and after that. But um, they had this thing. Their, their um, mascot for the school is called the Aggies. And uh, and I remember this specifically because it was around the time when Columbine happened. Can I get a date on when Columbine happened? Um, can I get a date on when Columbine happened? Because this is the year that this happened. So uh, I was in. I was. Um, they had the the mascot was the Aggie, and um, they had Aggie Day at the school, and um, so I I used to. Like on top of my other duties, every now and then, if they got too heavy, okay. So four twenty ninety nine, right? So this was around that time, whenever that school's Aggie Day. So four twenty ninety nine. So this was in nineteen ninety nine. God damn, that was a long time ago. And um, 
the wildest shit I ever did on substance. So uh, I was working this particular day. It was Aggie day. And I'm not a big drinker. I've been smoking weed since I was 13. We'll talk about that later. And then um not really big on drinking. Um, because I got some stories about that as well. And what ended up happening was I ended up having to cook some food. Like I would make wings and stuff, like wings and fries or whatever. And some of the kids, some of the students, because I was about the fucking age, I was about the age at the time. Some of the students came to me and was like, yo, dig this. If we give you some liquor, would you give us some wings? And I was like, fuck yeah. So I, mean, I gave them like 30 wings and they gave me like literally like a fucking, like a, a fucking tall ass glass of vodka. So I'm drinking this vodka straight. Then I got some orange juice. I'm drinking. I finished the cup. And, you know, I mean, clock out of work. We get on the train. It used to be an old head conductor boy, or I don't know what you call yeah, the conductor would not take your ticket, um, named Papa Smurf. And we nicknamed him that because he was, you know I mean, all gray. Just all gray. And he was a cool-ass old head boy. So this particular night, I'm riding home on the train, and I'm like, yo, I one thing about me, if I drink, I'm going to have to piss a lot. And I'm like, yo, I got to piss. And he was like, I can't help you. And I was like, yo, I need to piss. He was like, all right, come here. And he went to the back and he opened the back door and I'm swinging, holding on, one hand on the fucking rail and the other hand holding my dick, pissing out the back of a moving train. That's the wildest shit I ever did on Scepter. Besides getting my gun ate once up 69th Street, chick like gun me down on the way home. Uh, and that was great. That was awesome. I don't know. It's a tie between me holding my dick, pissing off the back of the train and get my dick sucked on the back of the fucking, what was that? What bus was that? The 108? Cause I caught the 108 to this. <laughs> I caught the 108 to the 13. I left so quick. I left my phone. My homie Ed called my house and was like, yo, you left your phone. We bring it to you tomorrow. And, and that was that. Yo, props to Wilton's finest. That's my crew I grew up with. We'll talk about that on a later date as well. Well, I think it's time that we move on. I'm kind of tired of bumping my gums. Uh, it's time to close this thing up i would like everybody to follow me at life's ugly on instagram and uh life's ugly on tiktok i'm doing like a video a day i'm kind of new to like social media somebody called me a social media whore the other day and i was like i've been trying this for two weeks like i got 15 videos like i just started this shit i'm a whore already i'm taking it up to ass for money this is ridiculous um (laughs) You can follow me on Facebook, Life's Ugly Money Problem. Uh, find me. I'm on stages. I do stand-up comedy. Uh, that's another episode we'll get to. Uh, so that that might be coming uh, coming soon. Coming soon, I'm going to talk about comedy, uh, more stuff about uh, life in general. Uh, I think on the next episode, or if not the next one, definitely the one after, we're going to talk about, uh, I don't know if I'll call it beauty standards or hood standards. Or, I'm tired of like baby hair curtains and furry boots. Like this shit. And I hate to call you up, so I'm going to take that back. I apologize. Like it's certain things when I see a woman I'm just not going for. In closing, I will say life is ugly, so smile more. <laughs> Whether you got teeth or not. <laughs> I've been lumped. This has been No Chops. Y'all take it light.